Hello everybody, this is Ryan, and welcome back to Random House. Today I'd like to talk about addiction, in every sense of the word. Now, personally, I've been addicted to things before, and I'd like to think everybody out there probably has one or more addictions. And they're ranging anywhere from something silly as addicted to watching love movies, or addicted to heroin, hopefully. We're trending on the side of the love movies, but if you're addicted to heroin, to each their own, and hopefully you live a long, prosperous 23 years. Personally, I've dealt with a few addictions in my life, the first one being soda. Sounds pretty silly saying it out loud, but from a young age I used to drink a lot of soda, and I'm assuming I was addicted to the sugar and caffeine in it, and that addiction carried through about 20 years of my life. I recently gave up the soda addiction. I am weaned off of caffeine. I sleep better. I don't have to put this disgusting sludge into my body, and I just generally feel better health-wise. Now, it definitely took something I like to call a, you know, falling out, if you will. Or actually, a better way to put it is a rock-bottom feeling. And once I hit that rock-bottom feeling, it was pretty easy to determine what I had to do, and that was quit soda. Now let me tell you about this rock-bottom feeling. Much like anyone's rock-bottom feeling, it felt like shit. You just feel like the lowest form of life, and that the last thing you want to do is do what that you're addicted to at the time. Mine happening to be something silly as drinking soda, but a lot of people's rock-bottom feelings lead them to quit drugs or stop abusing alcohol or anything. I guess the easiest way of starting this story is to start it from the beginning. And I couldn't tell you the first time I had a soda, but I'm going to assume it was when I was around four to seven years old, and for whatever reason, my parents, who were both soda drinkers, allowed me to have a soda. And from that moment a child gets to partake in a sugary, delicious beverage, that's what they're going to want to drink from now on, because who wants to go back to drinking water when you can drink a Pepsi or a Coke? Now, I didn't drink it all the time back then, because I couldn't just hop in the car and drive down to the 7-Eleven and buy some, but I drank it out of the fridge whenever I saw it, or whenever my parents gave me the opportunity. As time went on, and I grew up older and older, I was allowed to drink it more often, because I guess that's what happens when you get older, you're, you're allowed more privileges. What an astonishing privilege it is to be able to drink soda. And then something terrible happened, and I turned 16 and was able to drive and do my own thing and eat my own meals, and my parents weren't always around, and what did I do? I drank a lot of soda. Granted, at that time, I was still drinking water and other beverages that didn't matter to me, but my number one choice was soda. Oh, this carried on into my 20s, and by the time I was 26... I was drinking solely soda, nothing else. And that led to a lot of health issues at an early age, not horrible health issues, but ones I'm not proud of. It made me constantly dehydrated. I would literally piss foam sometimes. I was having sleep issues because of the caffeine. 
And if I didn't have access to soda, I would be irritable and have headaches and just be a miserable person to deal with. So I bet a lot of you are thinking to yourselves, wow, what a pathetic loser to be only drinking soda. How can he do that? And that's okay, because the number one thing people do when they hear of someone that's addicted to something or doing something that's different from what they do is to judge them. And I'm not a perfect human. I, I have judged many people for every different thing you can think of, and that's okay. I wasn't proud of it either. My friends made fun of me. My girlfriend was grossed out, and it led to my ultimate feeling of rock bottomness, which I'm going to share with you, and I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat thinking about what could this be that made Ryan go into this hole of depression and decide to stop drinking this beautiful syrupy mess. So without further ado, here is my rock bottom feeling about soda. So a little background about me. I work for the post office. Very exciting. I know it would cause anyone to be addicted to way worse than soda, but it was just soda for me. And I was a postmaster in a small town in Vermont, and I was alone and running the post office at the time. And I knew I was going to be alone for several hours. And so I went to get my morning soda out of the fridge, and lo and behold, there was no soda there. Immediate shock and panic stricken through my body, I thought to myself, what am I going to do? I have to be here for three hours. I need something to drink. Now, granted, there's a water fountain and there's everything else to drink, but there's no soda, so there's clearly nothing to drink. And customers are coming in and I'm having to help them and it's kind of taking my mind off it. But as they're talking to me, wanting stamps and something ridiculous that you need at the post office, all I can think about is, how am I out of soda? And what am I going to do about it? There's a store, probably a five minute walk away, but I can't leave the post office until someone covers me. So I'm helping people and helping. And as time ticks by, slowly, I might add, I start to get this headache. And I said, oh my God, this is a caffeine withdrawal headache. I need soda. I need it now. Like, this has to happen. Looking back, it's pretty impossible <clears throat> to get a caffeine headache after... 30 minutes of not having caffeine. But at the time, I weighed myself out so much, I, it, that's all I could think about. So I started thinking, well, if I run really quick, I can be there and back in five minutes. No one's going to know that I left the post office unattended. But I'm like, no, because my luck, someone will call or come in that's important, and I will lose my job. And if I lose my job, well, I won't be drinking soda. I'll be drinking toilet water out of the jail cell. So I tough it out and I'm sitting there and the symptoms start coming. I'm dying of thirst. Not dying so much that I'll drink the water. I just want to complain. And so I'm sitting there thinking about the soda, watching the clock tick, waiting for someone to come in to relieve me so I can run to the store, spend my hard-earned money on this disgusting habit. And my head's aching and I'm anxious and I'm depressed and I don't want to deal with anything. I don't think about anything. All I think about is when the hell is this person going to come and relieve me? And so being the great studious boss that I am, I called in my clerk who works for me early saying that I had an emergency. 
And the nice person she is, she came in early, and as soon as she clocked in, I bolted for the door. I tore out of the driveway of the post office as if my house was on fire. I pulled into the gas station parking lot, and I looked at the clock, and it was 9.30 in the morning. 9.30. I could barely handle getting till 9.30 in the morning without drinking a soda. And I sat there in my car, staring at the clock, thinking of how pathetic what I just did was. Immediate regret. This was her morning off that I could easily have worked by myself, but I called her in early because I needed to get a soda. And I looked up at the rearview mirror into my depressed, sunken-in, bloodshot eyes because I wasn't sleeping well at the time because of the caffeine and other factors that aren't important. And I said, this has to stop, and this is going to stop today. And from that moment, that was my rock-bottom feeling, and it felt really good after that. Not during it, because I felt like a piece of shit, but from that day on, I went months, six, seven months without drinking soda, and it felt great. I slept better. My health improved. I lost weight. Everything positive that could possibly have happened, happened. Now, I'm not completely off soda. I will drink the occasional soda, but I'm not addicted to it. I don't have to have it. I'll drink one a week or one every other day. It's not a big deal. I successfully quit my addiction to soda, and I will never let myself get back to where I was. Now, I know you're all probably very excited for me, and you're applauding in the car or at work, and you're just thinking, this guy really did it. He quit his addiction of 20-plus years, and I envy him. Well, don't envy me, because it wasn't that hard. It was something I shouldn't have been addicted to in the first place, and I don't really like telling that story, mainly because I'm not proud of it. And the withdrawal symptoms really... You know, it was headaches, fatigue, irritability, anxiety, depression, your common caffeine withdrawal symptoms, and they lasted a few weeks, and it was miserable for a while, but it is what it is. My girlfriend still stayed with me, so that means I couldn't have been that miserable. Our dog took a beating. He wasn't played with as much, but he understands that I was going through a tough time. Now, the people I really envy are the people who are able to quit real addictions. And those addictions being drugs, opioids, alcohol, gambling. Those are the people that I just, I know what they go through on a very, very small scale. And the fact that they are able to overcome those difficulties and deal with the symptoms and the withdrawals and that lifelong battle, that itch, in the back of your mind of wanting to do something that you know you shouldn't is something very powerful about the human body and mind that is just astonishing. Having said that, however, I do firmly believe that no one truly ever gets over an addiction. Whether it be my soda addiction, I even after I quit for several months, I every time I passed a soda in the store, I still wanted to drink it. I can easily get back on the soda train. And I know that about myself. And if I can easily get addicted to caffeine, who's to say 
John Smith, who drank three liters of Jim Bean every day, quits for a year and then gets offered a Jim Bean, there's a good chance he drinks one Jim Bean and he's going to be back drinking three gallons a day. And that's what's hard about real addiction, is because you're never truly over it. You're just on a temporary hiatus. So, I want to add the actual Webster Dictionary definition of addiction. Here we go. It is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. I don't know why I had to read that. It's kind of self-explanatory, but I guess like hearing that because it doesn't have to be a certain thing. It can be an activity, such as people who are sex addicts, which might be the best addiction of all, but it still ruins lives. Or a thing, and you might be addicted to gambling, which I like gambling myself. I'm not quite addicted. Well, it depends on who you talk to, but I don't think I'm addicted to gambling. But I like doing it. So where is that fine line between being addicted and liking something? And I think that kind of happens when it starts to affect your life. So just because you like putting $100 on a horse once a week, but you can still afford to pay your bills and keep your family, I don't think you're addicted to it. Even if you think about it all the time and you can't wait to do it. I think that addiction starts when all you think about is putting that $100 on that horse and it turns from once a week to once a day to once an hour. Just like maybe being addicted to sex. And if that means, you know, having sex with just one partner isn't enough, I can see where that could probably lead to a dark road where not very good things would happen in your family or social life. So moral of the story is addiction is real. It's out there. We all deal with it in some way. Now, if you're someone who can really sit there and say, well, I've never been addicted to anything, well, good for you. Because I'm certain that 99% of America and 98% of the world have been addicted to something. And if you can't admit that, then that's fine. Or if you truly think you're not addicted to anything, that's fine too. I just hope it doesn't creep up on you like the soda addiction did to me. But if it does, and you have that moment of rock-bottom feeling, make sure you listen to it. Because looking back, I think I've had several rock-bottom feelings about soda. I just ignored them because they never really hit home until that day in the car when it was 9.30 in the morning and I called in one of my good friends and co-workers to cover me so I could buy a soda. And that's just sad, and that will never happen again. And so this was just my two cents on addiction, and hopefully this wasn't too painful to listen to, and I'd love to hear of some of the things that you were addicted to. So feel free to message me that. And have a great day, and I'll be back with something else in Random House.